0: Hello and welcome to another Daily Dose Today is December 8th, 2021 About 3.05am I literally just got home from the Comedy Cellar And then robed myself And then turned on the camera and here I am So today I'm going to talk about my experience at the Comedy Cellar in New York Let me check the time About 3.07am right now And I arrived at the Comedy Cellar on McDougal McDougal, and that was probably McDoug- McDougall McDougal street around 11 32 p.m and the two people that were in charge of letting people in were named steve and jake very nice guys but they did one of them did kind of Bust my balls a little bit in the beginning, but maybe they're just doing their job. Who knows? But I had confirmed tickets for eleven thirty. I arrived like two minutes after, and they were like, "Hey, eh, no, sorry, blah blah." And then we made some jokes, cracked some jokes. Um, you know, like what up, what up? You know, just pass some vibes around. We didn't really talk. It's you don't really have to talk too much. You just have to vibe a little bit. And they were, and then they were kind and let me in, and uh, I got into the show. And then oh, there's another level though. It's like everything is. That's my notebook that just fell. Everything is like level ups. Like it's not just boom, it's like boom, next level, boom, next level. So then I went downstairs, it's in the basement. The woman who were downstairs letting people in were like a little bit cunty. I don't know. They asked me if I had a phone. I told them, no, it's in the car. And then they asked me if I had a Fitbit. I don't move. I don't like to move. I don't have a Fitbit. And then, um, they asked me a lot of other I don't know I don't know let's not get anyway then the, my waitress was, was nice so her name is Cecilia no her name was Giselle Cecilia was someone else I sat down all the way at the corner because that was like you were given a seat and you have to sit there so okay but if you came with another person then you can sit in the front two tops they were filming something we'll get to that in a little bit the host was Mr. No, I don't know, like sometimes I give a grand entrance. Mr. It's uh, what's his name? Matt, Matthew, Matt, Matt Richards, his IG is Matt was funny, he was a good host, a very smooth fella, had a cool style, and wore red corduroy, big red corduroy jacket, and he was a good host because I've been to shows where the host was just a a straight out bully, and it's okay, it's okay to be a bully, but Are you a funny bully? Are you a dumb Rico kind of bully? Then there was a guy named Phil, white guy, very, very white, very, very, very white guy. There was another white guy before but I don't want to talk about two white guys so I'll talk about this Phil white guy. He had a white t-shirt to continue his whiteness and talked about Axe and talked about Herbal Essence. Maybe he's paid by those companies, who knows. And talked about CVS oh my god now that I think about it he talked about many brands and uh, his parents supposedly divorced when he was like three months or seven days something along those lines so that was Mr. Phil and his entire name is I wrote this down afterwards because the cuntie woman at the door were like you can't even write like you can't do anything you can only sit and and shut up. So okay. So I did. So Phil Hanley, that was his name. And then we had a woman named Rosebud Baker. Is that her real name, Rosebud? I don't know. She her entire skit was about like dicks, dicks, dicks. There are so many dicks now because COVID is over, and all she wants is dick. But now she's married, and she got married during the pandemic. That was her thing. And I don't know why a lot of women like to talk about. Sex as a big part of and I did too back when I performed in China and now I'm I don't know I'm learning a little bit more. I, I'm kind of a noob on this So I'm learning a little bit more when I'm doing stand-ups to Make jokes other than sex because it's, it's still a little too easy for women to talk about sex jokes But men talk about it too though Next Simeon Goodson Simeon was the last comic to go It's interesting because he spent about three years in China The same time that I was in China, which was surprising because there's only and he's he mentioned shanghai there's literally only two comedy clubs in shanghai shanghai comedy and kfk and the kfk became goat but i didn't see him at any of these comedy scenes and i was very very active in china then it makes sense when he talked about more that he wasn't only in shanghai he was in beijing wuhan and other cities for me i was predominantly and only in shanghai and maybe like two minutes I mean mean, like two days in Hangzhou and Suzhou for a film production for a commercial he was kind of a gangster like he talked about like shooting people and drugs a lot of drugs and uh a, a joke about a hot dog then there was a surprise guest but which wasn't a surprise for me because earlier today I went to see the late show with Seth Meyers it's like um nothing is bad nothing is is good in the sense of I aimed to see Jimmy Fallon, but I was in standby for Jimmy Fallon. I wanted to see Fallon more, but Fallon was standby and Seth Meyers was a guaranteed seat. So I went to see Seth, but then a part of me was like, questioning my my mentality of like all or nothing like what's the point of seeing Seth if what you really want to see is Jimmy and another reason that brought me into Seth more was because he had a cool guest Holly Berry but when we got there she was only a zoom call so maybe I should have stayed with Jimmy but if I stayed with Jimmy maybe I wouldn't have found out that this comedy show tonight was featuring Aziz Ansari yes the actual onzies from parks and rec i mean that's what i know him from the most and probably other things but that's how i know him the most and because i was waiting in line for the seth myers show the two people in front of me um maybe they're non-binary i don't know it doesn't matter but i'm it's not like uh i don't know if i should say the girls because maybe they're identifying as bo- i don't know i'm saying this as like i'm just gonna call them humans like i want to respectfully say the two humans in front of me were like um were telling me about their amazing experience the night before at Comedy Cellar and seeing Aziz and the film crew and everyone had to put their phone in the packet and seal it and I was like oh word so like while I was waiting in line for the Seth Meyers show at NBC Studios I. Booked a ticket, a reservation ticket for the 11:30 30 Lele show for the comedy seller. So it might have been a surprise, a surprise to some people, but for me, I knew Aziz was coming. And it was cool. He told jokes about how everyone's addicted their, to their phone and how I think he's maybe making a, a special or a documentary on like life could be, be- I like think the world could be a better place if we all did something. He made jokes about COVID. He was showing his flip phone nokia and uh, he was in london for two years before that he's engaged to a beautiful scientist very interesting story and uh, aziz did not disappoint and he did not make petty jokes like the less professional comedians and when i say petty, is i noticed from watching these comedy shows that petty comedians love to say something like if a joke didn't land they would say like oh i thought that would have been better oh uh let me let me try uh uh, I should work on that more oh I thought that would have gotten a better reaction but I don't know I just feel like I never when I watch Netflix specials I never see that and even when the stars when they like maybe their first couple shows they say that but I don't know I feel like that really distinguishes a professional comic to a kind of petty comic like oh I thought that would land it's like a hot girl saying like oh I look fat or oh I thought I look ugly like you're fishing for compliments or in your case fishing for laughter that's a wrap up. was a wrap that's a wrap that's a wrap i'm going to bed now and uh, tomorrow i'm heading home first thing in the morning a very very long drive to sag harbor it's funny when i'm out here like when, when i'm here people are like where are you from in the beginning I was, I was saying like i'm from sag harbor and basically no one knows for the most part and then i'm and but actually one lady at Nordstrom knew so I guess not everyone but maybe anyone under the age of I don't know not everyone know so I then I told people I'm from Long Island okay that's the receptionist I'm, I'm gonna go for now and uh, see you in the next one